What is the Upskies, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the GX Hockey Cast, episode three. We got a beefy one here today, folks. Uh, free agency frenzy has begun. If you're underneath a rock, you didn't see that free agency has been absolutely bananas. Uh, signings like crazy, millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars being thrown around to these professional athletes. I'm jealous. I want some money. So, without further ado, I think we need to just kind of fucking get right into this. Because uh, this is going to be a beefy, sh- a very beefy show. I am going to go through every single team, all 32 teams, and we're going to discuss all their signings. But first, I want to talk about the trades. So last episode, we left off uh, talking about the Matt Murray trade. A few more trades, not too many, but a few trades have happened since then. Uh, The Ottawa Senators, still not done. Uh, Probably in the next episode, again, when some things settle down a bit more, I'll go over and maybe quickly grade uh, some of the teams, I don't know if I really want to grade them, but um, uh, they're not done yet, so I'm not, I'm not, I can't really give out an official grading because uh, a lot of teams aren't done. There's still some big fish out there, uh, but for now, we're just gonna go over what the hell happened so far. I think what this started on Thursday. Today is uh, wait, free agency opened on Thursday. What the hell is even today? It's Friday. No, that doesn't add up. Anyway, it started and it's been a few days, so. Some trades that happened. The Ottawa Senators acquire Cam Talbot for goaltender Philip Gustafson. This is a straight-up goalie swap. Uh, Ottawa trading off a younger goaltender here to Minnesota, and they acquire Cam Talbot. I think Cam Talbot uh, had a really solid year last year. He maybe didn't kill it uh, for the whole entire season. He had a little bit of an up-and-down and then back up. But at the end of the season there, right around when they acquired Flurry, he turned it on, and he had a solid run in the playoffs, but... Uh, Minnesota seemingly wanting to get uh, away from that little bit of an awkward situation there over, you know, Flurry kind of stealing Cam Talbot's job. And uh, they're going with Flurry on this one. So they pick up Philip Gustafson, who didn't have the strongest year in Ottawa last year. But young goaltenders still have some upside. So, you know, I'm, I'm good with this deal. I think it works out well for both teams. Uh, considering, I mean, Minnesota just needs to get out of the cap hell that they put themselves in. So uh, dumping off that $3 million contract uh, is good for them. Uh, Here's the big one. Here's a big one. Uh, The Carolina Hurricanes acquire Brett Burns. The San Jose Sharks retain 33% of that contract and also add in Lane Peterson. I don't know who that is. A young prospect, I'm guessing. And in exchange, the San Jose Sharks acquire Steven Lorenz, uh, Itu Makanyemi, and a third-round pick. So new GM there in San Jose, Greer making making his making making his foot putting his foot down. I don't know what what wording I'm looking for there, but he makes the big move already. He gets rid of, rid of one of those big, huge, uh, pretty ugly contracts on that team, uh, and and Brett Burns is the first one to go. Now I imagine that some people in San Jose fans out there maybe would have preferred like a Carlson getting out of there, but that contract is extremely hard to trade. I'm actually a little bit surprised they were able to get rid of uh, uh, Brett Burns because his contract still I think has four more years on it. He's like 37 now. He did have a solid season last year, 54 points. I mean, he still got the offensive side. He I don't know how strong he is defensively. 
but uh, the guy can still put up some numbers. 33% retained. I did not see this move coming at all, so a pretty nice acquisition there for Carolina. They got some money to spend, and uh, they pick up Brett Burns. So, um, interesting move, you know. Uh, San Jose, I think, is going to have some rough years here, but uh, it's, it's the right move to maybe move on from uh, Brett Burns here. Uh, small trade here. Uh, New York Rangers acquire Ty Emerson, and the Arizona Coyotes pick up Patrick Nemeth, the second round, and a, condi a conditional future pick. That second round pick is in 2025. Uh, Arizona just picking up some more draft picks and some bad contracts, so just uh, kind of what Arizona's doing right now. Okay, now here's the other juicy one. This is a juicy. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights acquire nothing but future considerations, and the, and the Carolina Hurricanes acquire Max Pacioretty. The Spaghetti Boy is on his way to the Hurricanes, and they also pick up Dylan Coughlin. Don't know much about Dylan Coughlin, but I know about Spaghetti, and uh, damn, bro, like... Carolina's picking up some some beef right here. They're picking up some offensive firepower for sure. Pacioretty definitely has uh, some injury problems, but uh, he's a stud, man. When he's in the lineup, he's a point-of-game guy. He was, like, really thriving there in uh, Vegas when he was healthy. Um, yeah, they pick up the full salary cap there, but I believe he only has one more year left on that deal. Regardless, the guy put up 19 goals, uh, 18 assists, and only 39 games. So the guy can score. He's 33 years old, so he's getting up there in age. But um, again, man, Carolina just uh, stack it up. Good shit. Vegas, get your shit together, y'all. Like, this is getting bad. Like, uh, Vegas is really digging themselves into a pretty deep hole here. It kind of seems to be getting worse before it's getting better. They're literally having to dump off players, like really good players. Max Pacioretty is a very good player, but GMs around the league understand the situation that Vegas is in. They know they're in a bind. They know that, you know, they're desperate to get underneath the salary cap because they're well over it and they still have more guys to sign. So, yeah, Carolina reaping the rewards here, acquiring Max Pacioretty for absolutely nothing. Fucking sweet deal. Good job, Carolina. And the Ottawa Senators, not done yet. Uh, they acquire a second-round pick in 2024. And the Washington Capitals acquire Connor Brown. Yo, Connor Brown. Connor Brown's a sweet little player, man. I, I've been watching this guy. You know, he was a Leaf. I really enjoyed this guy as a Maple Leaf. He was a 20-goal scorer. He never really got the, the look that I think he deserved there in Toronto. He kind of got lost at a time when we had an abundance of wingers, which we do not anymore. But uh, at that time, yeah, Connor Brown kind of got lost in the shuffle of uh, the wingers that we had. He did manage to put up a 20-goal season. He's fast. He's he's dogged. He just battles. He can score goals. He's a, he's a solid point producer. Uh, I was sad to see him go to Ottawa. He went to Ottawa, had a solid run there too. Um, he's a solid player. I think the Washington Capitals and, and the fans of Washington are going to enjoy this guy. He's a very solid player. So good pickup there for for the Capitals and uh, acquiring a second round uh, pick for him. Not too bad. I mean, his salary cap's a little high, but, you know, it is what it is. Guys get paid. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right, so that didn't take too long. Those were all the trades that I have to report up until this time. It's a Friday afternoon. Um, if shit happens, if I miss it, I'm sorry. I'll try and get it in the next episode. Um, I just want to throw out there right now, uh, if there is a Nashville fan watching, I know I missed the 
the Philip Forsberg signing. Uh, I will talk about it in more depth, but I'm just saying I know I missed it. My apologies. All right. Let's start this shit. We're not starting uh, at Anaheim. No way, folks. Let's start from the opposite way. We're going to start with the Winnipeg Jets. So uh, you Winnipeg fans out there, if you're listening, you're welcome. And also, it's going to make us uh, get to the Toronto Maple Leafs a little bit faster. Not a big deal. Okay, so the Winnipeg Jets, we're starting out slow here. They didn't do a whole hell of a lot uh, over the, since uh, free agency opened. They signed uh, goaltender David Riddich for a one-year deal, total of 900 Gs. Uh, Riddick's had a pretty interesting career. You know, uh, I don't think he's really big save Dave anymore, but they lost Comrie, which was a little surprising. So I guess Riddick's going to be the backup for uh, Hellebuyck. Excuse me. I hope he could play a, a little bit more consistently this season and give uh, Hellebuyck some uh, much-deserved help. He, uh, he carries a lot of the goaltending weight. And then they sign... Uh, Capo Bianco for a $1.5 million per for two years. Don't know much about the guy, but I imagine he's going to be a bottom six forward. So, uh, you know, Winnipeg keeping it pretty pretty uh, quiet. Not much going on. You know, they, they have uh, the, the Mark Shifley and Blake Wheeler thing going on there. A lot of people believe that one, maybe both of them are going to get moved in this offseason. Maybe one of them are not going to be a Jet at the beginning of the next season, if I had to put money on it, I would say Blake Wheeler because I think dealing Shifley would be a mistake because that guy, I know he may not be the best defensively, but that dude is a very consistent point-per-game player. Uh, he didn't quite hit that point-per-game this season, but uh, he's a really good player, and Blake Wheeler's much older. Uh, I would keep Shifley if they can, but I know there's some, uh, some weird shit going on in that locker room. So uh, it's going to be an interesting offseason uh, going forward for... For Winnipeg, okay. Washington Capitals. Now these guys were busy. They were very busy, and they handed out the big a big contract day one. Darcy Kemper getting a twenty six million dollar contract, five years, a five point two five million dollar contract. Darcy Kemper got a little, got some payment. You know, you that's what happens when you you're the Stanley Cup winning goaltender. Uh, you're gonna get paid, and uh, it was pretty well known that the Capitals were in on this guy. It seemed pretty, pretty, pretty clear that they were gonna get him. They absolutely just cleaned the shelves of of their old goaltending tandem, uh, Samsonov and uh, uh, the other guy. Trying to get his name in my head right now. Da -da -da -da, Samsonov and. Uh, other guy, other guy, whatever. They got rid of him. They, uh, they, they brought that one guy back and now got rid of him again. Uh, he's in Jersey now. So when we get to the Jersey, we'll talk about him. But yeah, Washington clearing out the goaltending tandem and going all new. Uh, Darcy Kemper uh, coming in five for five years at 5.25. Eh, it's not too bad. You know, it's not the best. It's not the worst. Uh, he had a pretty damn good season there for uh, Colorado. Colorado has been, you know, goalies look a little bit better we all know what happened with Grubauer there uh you know a Vesna candidate and then he goes to Seattle and has uh, an abysmal an abysmal season I'm putting that fucking lightly but uh a 921 save percentage last year 37 wins five shutouts I mean he's 32 years old so he's a little bit older uh, then maybe you would like him to be if, if that, if, you know, if that adds up, but, uh, I think he's going to be fine. I think he's, uh, a, a, an improvement over the old goalie tandem that they did have there. So I like the Kemper signing. It's a little rich, but you're going to be paying a little bit rich for, um, 
for for goaltending. And then they pick up Charlie Lo- Lindgren, uh, another goaltender. Uh, this was, was, was three years, three year deal, three point three million dollars total, one point one million dollars per season. Uh, okay, so. He's had some ups and downs as a backup goaltender, so we'll see. Uh, pretty low risk there, so yeah, I'm fine with that. They're going with a new tandem, and uh, I, I believe overall it's a, it's an upgrade. Uh, next, they, they signed Eric Gustafson, defenseman, for an 800 grand one year deal. This is extremely low risk. This guy in Chicago put up 60 points as a defenseman. Uh, he hasn't been able to find that touch since that that season, but this guy's had the has had a sixty point season in him. So very low risk. If this guy can find even a little bit of that offensive touch again, this is a very quality signing. Uh, Marcus Johansson signing, uh, bringing back Marcus Johansson one point one million dollars for one year. I like this signing a lot. Uh, he he is a solid passer. He's been here in Washington before. It worked out pretty decently for him here. So, yeah, I like this signing. It's uh, low risk again. You know, if it doesn't work out, you could bury that. Uh, no problem with that signing. Uh, then uh, July 14th comes. They sign one of the Stroms. Which Strom? Dylan Strom. Dylan Strom signing a $3.5 million deal for one year. Okay, okay. I mean, again, it's only one year. Cap it. It's not horrible. I don't think there's going to be much of a problem with that deal. Uh, Dylan Strom, a center. Uh, I can I can get. Uh, it's a good signing because Backstrom's not going to be around, uh, possibly for the whole season. So this guy could be a second line, third line center. So yeah, I dig it for three point five. Not too bad. Uh, he's def- I, I would say he's going to put up some more points than he did there in uh, Chicago. Uh, he had some hot flashes there, so who knows? Maybe this guy gets paired up with Ovechkin for a little bit of Kuznetsov. He's got some wingers. He's got some pretty nice wingers here in uh, Washington, so uh, I think it's going to be a good fit for him. And then some minor signings. Uh, Borgstrom, league minimum deal one year, and Matt Irwin, defenseman, league men for one year so not bad Washington they definitely shored up what was their weakness um this past season there they really had some goaltending struggles throughout the year and they're they're gonna re they're gonna redo it we're gonna try they're gonna try something down uh, something different tear it all down and uh going with Darcy Kemper you got a Stanley Cup winning goaltender there so if I was a Washington Capitals fan I'd be feeling a bit uh I wouldn't say a whole hell of a lot better, but I definitely feel better about my goaltending situation going into this season. Vegas Golden Knights. Okay, for I don't even know how they were able to sign Riley Smith, but uh, they did. They managed to get him uh, locked up for three years, $5 million per. Uh, this was announced a few days ago, but uh, Vegas was, wasn't actually able to officially announce it because they had to get underneath the salary cap, which they were able to do. Uh, didn't think Riley Smith was gonna be a knight. Uh, maybe he's not. Maybe there is a chance he still gets dealt. But for now, he's re-signed for three years. Uh, he's been there since the beginning. Been a very solid player. Very good player. Um, yeah, it's uh, cap hits fine. You know that five million dollars. It's a make or break number in the NHL. It's rather it's a really good deal or it's a really bad deal. I would see this one as more on the good deal side. Riley Smith is a really solid player. Uh, then they signed S. Uh, Mananen. I don't know who this is. They signed him to League Men uh, one year. So that's it for the signings for uh, 
for Golden Knights, uh, <laughs> they've definitely been busy on the other side, uh, just trying to get underneath the salary cap. It's been a little bit of a challenge for them. Vancouver Canucks. Okay, so I know the Canuck fans, uh, there's a signing in here that some of you may be not too happy about. Me as a Leaf fan, I kind of giggle a little bit, but okay, let's just get into it. Curtis Lazar signs. Uh, for three years, $3 million, $1 million per season. I'm fine with that. That's, uh, you know, Curtis Lazar... Uh, Never really quite hit that that potential. I believe he was a first-round pick quite a long time ago for the Ottawa Senators. Uh, still fairly young, but a pretty decent signing. You know, $1 million. Can't go too wrong with that. Bottom six player for them center. And now they're big fish. They're big fish. They signed Ilya Mikheyev. Ilya Mikheyev playing for the Leafs, Leafs for the last three seasons or so. And uh, kind of found his offensive touch this year. And he cashes in with a $19 million contract for four years. Coming out to $4.75 million per year. Okay, so um, it's a little rich. Uh, I knew Mikheyev was going to get paid. Um, I knew that the Leafs weren't going to pay him. Especially the amount of money. This is reportedly around the amount of money that he was looking for. Five, uh, four to five million dollars. It's a rich, it's a rich contract. Um, I, I can see it kind of working out here for Vancouver. He's going to be in their top six. I don't think they're done with some with more moves here. I know they're not a big fan of Tanner Pearson, and for some reason they've been trying to trade off Garland. I would keep Garland if I were them. I think he's a good player. They he just didn't get utilized properly, but you know I think he might be still on the trade blo uh, bl block. But Ilya Mikheyev, uh, just shy of $5 million per. I think it's an overpayment. He's a solid player, but I don't know if he's good at... We'll have to just wait and see on this one. I can see this one being bad, though, because uh, Mikheyev kind of just found that offensive touch. Uh, this season, he, he's been pretty inconsistent with that goal-scoring touch. He got really hot this season there for, for a stretch, and he looked really, really good, but he just didn't have that consistency. I know he was been, he's been frustrated with the Leafs because he's been wanting more opportunity in that top six, and he just didn't quite get in there very consistently. So uh, happy to see him getting paid. We'll, uh, we'll see how it works out there for uh, him in Vancouver. But uh, good for you, uh, Mikheyev. Uh, soup, soup is going to uh, Vancouver. They sign uh, Joshua, two years, $1.65 million. I don't know who this guy is. Is he a defenseman? He only got eight points. Uh, 26 years old. Doesn't say what he plays. So, okay. Don't know anything about him. I'm sorry. Uh, they also sign Kalniuk for league minimum. And then Philip Giuseppe for one year league minimum. I like this guy, you know? Uh, they're going to sign him to a league men. I can see this guy cracking into their bottom six. I remember him being pretty physical, pretty all over the place, kind of noticeable there when he played in Carolina. So I'm, I'm good with this. Uh, Kuzumenko signs a one-year, $1.8 million. Don't know much about him. And Wolanin also signs a league men uh, one-year deal. So okay. Uh, Vancouver making some moves. I'm okay with this. Uh, the McKayev one makes my eyebrow uh, go a little good, but uh, yeah, not too bad. All right, let's get to it, baby. Let's get to it. Our Toronto Maple Leafs, Toronto Maple Leafs time. So we already know about the Matt Murray thing, um, but then they answered the next big question is who is going to be the backup? Uh, the Leafs signed Ilya Samsonov. Uh, he was not qualified out of Washington, and the Leafs scoop him up. 
for $1.8 million for one year, kind of a show-me deal. Let's see what this kid has. Uh, this is a first-round goaltender. Uh, he has the skill. It didn't quite uh, manifest in Washington. Let's see what, what's going to happen here for, uh, for Samsonov in Toronto, where uh, this is a massive gamble for the Toronto Maple Leafs. We're going a whole new tandem. We're going new goalie coach. It's going to be different. Um, we got to, you know, all we can really do here as Leaf fans is is belief. We need the belief. And uh, if it doesn't work out, Dubas is going to get shot out of a cannon. He's going to Mars. Uh, if this move, if these moves do not work, it's going to be bad, 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 bad for Dubas. Uh, they also signed the... The goaltender that we drafted in this uh, draft, uh, Dennis Hildeby, signs a $2.529 million contract for three years, coming out to a total of uh, $850,000 uh, entry-level deal. So it looks like this guy may be playing for the Marlies this season. So this is interesting. He is an overager, so, you know, we got, we're got as Leaf fans, we need to keep an eye on this guy. Uh, he's quite possibly our best goaltending prospect that we have in the uh, system right now, maybe in terms of potential. I'm hearing good things about this guy, so he already has the entry-level deal. This guy is capable of playing into the Marlies, so let's hope that he makes it into the Marlies this year. Okay, so this one's fun. Uh, I, I, let's just, I want to make sure of his first name here. Nicholas Obey Kubel, the cup denter. This guy uh, just came off a Stanley Cup victory with the Colorado Avalanche. He was a depth player for them. But you may know him as the guy that dropped the Stanley Cup and dented it. And yeah, no. So now he's a Toronto Maple Leaf signing a $1 million one-year deal. You know, this is a... This is the kind of signings that we're going to be seeing out of Dubas right now. We're going to be taking these kind of guys on cheap one-year deals and and just praying that these guys are going to be really could contribute into a, a positive way into our bottom six. I can see this guy. I can see him being in that bottom six. You know, we have a lot of guys to replace this year, so I think uh, Nick Abe Kubel is going to be in there. He didn't play a huge role. I think he only got into about 14 games there in the playoffs, but, um, you know, aggressive, uh, hard-nosed player, battles, hard worker. These are the kind of players that the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to be needing in their bottom six, so I approve of this signing. Uh, they also signed Adam Gaudet to league minimum one year. I was pretty stoked to see this. Uh, I've I've known of Adam Gaudet. I uh, I may be taking uh, some of his numbers and play from the NHL video games, uh, but this guy's pretty solid. You know, I think he's going to be playing uh, probably bottom six center. I don't know if he is going to crack the lineup. Some people don't think he is, but I think this guy for sure is going to crack. Could very well be our, our uh, fourth line center here for league minimum. Regardless, if this doesn't work out, it's a variable contract. All right, so these are a couple of uh, couple of signings that came in just the other day. I just heard about them today, and I'm pretty fucking stoked on both of these guys. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Victor Mete, defenseman, uh, young defenseman, signs one year league minimum, 750 grand. No risk on both of these signings, but Victor Mete, you know, I I like this guy. I'm a little surprised that. You know, uh, Washington, I don't think, I think he was in Washington, but I know for sure he was a Hab. Habs let him go. Uh, didn't quite work out there. I thought, you know, I thought this kid maybe had some potential here. I thought maybe this guy could be a, a top six, you know, a useful, you know, at least an NHL quality defenseman. Maybe not a top four, definitely not a top two stud or anything, but a usable defenseman. And at least pick him up here for league minimum. So I'm totally stoked on that. Uh, you can't have too, too many defensemen, uh, considering we have some young guys here. So 
Adding in Victor Mete, I'm, I'm cool with this. And we also added Jordy Ben, baby. I am super down with this. You know, he's a bigger, uh, a bigger, more defensive defenseman style. He doesn't put up points. He played 39 games last year, 6'2", 196 pounds, 34 years old. You know, he's been in the league for quite a while. I've been hearing this guy's name around the Leafs for quite some time. And uh, here he is. Boom, league minimum. Uh, very low-risk signing here. I'm, I'm down with this. So, Toronto Maple Leafs, you know, I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, but so far, so good. You know, we're going to have to wait uh, until we get there with Matt Murray. You know, I've, I've saw some numbers here with Matt Murray that are pretty encouraging. You know, he's had some of the highest numbers in terms of save over expectancy. I don't really look into those advanced stat numbers, but it came it came up and it was pretty encouraging. You know, he had some underlying numbers that were much better than Jack Campbell and uh, much better than Mrazek, which I know isn't saying a lot, but you know, there are some encouraging numbers there behind Matt Murray. I understand Leaf fans out there being extremely nervous about it. I'm nervous too, man, but all we can do is we got to go with it, man. Yeah, you know, if it doesn't work out for Dubas, then we're going we're going to more than likely see a massive culture shift here in Toronto. Uh, next, we got the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, these guys were busy. It's time to pay up. It's time to pay these uh, Stanley Cup winning players. And um, yeah, man, they get paid. I uh, just want to throw out there, Nick Paul uh, got the seven-year deal, $22 million. Uh it's a it's a big big extension worth uh, 3.15 million dollars per. They really like this player. I hate him not because of of uh, the player or the person that he is, just because of how goddamn effective that he was against the Toronto Maple Leafs. He put us to bed. Two goals in Game Seven. Um, I just knew this guy was gonna do it. You know, he was he was fucking all over the place in that series against Toronto. You know, he didn't put up all the numbers, but he put up the two big goals that put us away, and he was all over it. He was he was a very just he just does it all. He just hits. He scores. He. Yeah, man, he could do it all. So I understand uh, Tampa really likes this guy. Uh, seven years is a little scary, but it's a decent cap hit. So, you know, I think he's going to be effective. I think Tampa Bay Lightning fans are going to like this guy. Ian Cole signs uh, $3 million for one year. Now, that seems awfully high uh, to me. I, I feel like that's a, a little bit high. He's a 33-year-old defenseman. Veteran D, you know, defensive defenseman coming out of Carolina. Uh, yeah, I think he's uh, he's going to be playing for Tampa, so he's probably going to be awesome. I just think that $3 million was a little bit high. But, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be fine. Not a big deal. It's only one year. Now, here's the here's a big one. There's uh, there's three big ones that Tampa Bay did. Starting off with Mikhail Sergachev, locking him up for eight years, $68 million, coming out to $8.5 million per. Holy jumping. This kid is getting paid. And you know what? I think... I, I think he's worth it. Um, defensemen are just getting paid, man. It's uh, it's, the, it's the time of defensemen. Defensemen out here right now in the NHL are getting paid. Uh, last year was just insane. I couldn't believe the amount of money that, that some of these defensemen are getting paid. You know, uh, Seth Jones, 9.5. Darnell Nurse, 9.5. McAvoy, I think, is at 9, 9.5. You know, these guys are getting massive deals. And Sergachev coming in at 8.5. I know he hasn't really gotten that opportunity yet in Tampa Bay. This year, he's definitely going to get that now that McDonough is gone. This guy is going to be a bonafide top 4D for the Tampa Bay Lightning for the next 8-plus years. Um, 
he's a stud, man. He's an absolute stud. He's got uh, uh, he's gonna he's he's been learning under the Victor Hedman tree, and uh, Victor Hedman being one of my favorite defensemen of all time. Uh, he's gonna be just dandy. I don't think there's much much to worry about in this deal. I think uh, I think Tampa fans are pretty good with this one. Uh, next, they sign. Uh, Anthony Sorelli, eight-year deal, $50 million, coming out to $6.25 million per. Okay, so I know Tampa fans are probably okay with this because you you know exactly what Anthony Sorelli is. This guy is a battler. He's young. He's only 24, center, puts up points, but this guy is so defensively sound. He shuts people down. Uh, he, he played 76 games this season, 17 goals, 26 assists, a little low. I know it's a little bit low, but this guy is getting paid for his defensive, uh, capabilities. This guy shuts down people. Uh, if you're, if you've watched Tampa Bay, you know how effective this guy is at, uh, at shutting people down. He may be one of the best shutdown centers in the game. Uh, definitely comparable to, to, to uh, Deneau. Deneau might have a little bit of a higher upside in goal scoring, uh, at least how it's going right now in L.A., but those are two comparable players. Uh, he's getting paid. Um, he's young, so that eight years, I don't think we have to worry about it. Um, you know, 6.25, I think, is a little bit rich, but uh, I think this guy's absolutely deserved it. So uh, good for Sorelli, man. I would have loved a player like that on Toronto, but, you know, he's a little bit priced out now, but uh, good for him. Eric Cernak, also another recipient of the eight-year deal, $41.6 million total, coming out to $5.2 million per season. Wow. Okay. Well, again, this is another one that, you know, Tampa fans uh, know this guy very well. Extremely good defensive defenseman, six foot three, 230 pounds, right shot, 25 years old. So this guy's young. Um, maybe a little bit comparable to um, the two defensemen, uh, Pulak, Pulak, uh, there in the island. Just a straight up defensive defenseman. Very, very good. Uh, he and I believe Ryan McDonough were a pairing. Unbelievable shutdown defenseman uh, pairing there. So this guy is a stud when it comes to defensive defenseman capabilities. He doesn't put up numbers. But uh, Tampa fans, I think, again, are uh, pretty happy with this. The guy was an absolute battler for you for those two Stanley Cup uh, victories. And last year, just a shot blocker, big hits, you know, just extremely solid. So, again, a pretty good, pretty all right. You know, it, it, this this is what it comes down to, man. Like, guys got to get paid. They earned it. They won you Stanley Cups. This is what it comes to. I'm fine with these deals. Uh Vladislav Namastankdanov. Namastanky. Stinky's coming back. Now, this dude, uh, he was in Tampa before, was putting up some pretty nice numbers there in Tampa Bay. He goes off to some other teams, I believe New York Rangers. Didn't quite work out there, but uh, he fit in really well here in Tampa Bay, and he's coming back for $2.5 million, one-year deal. I think this is fine. I think this guy is going to come here. If he is playing in the top six, if he gets that top six, uh, third line minutes, he might even squeak in, uh, excuse me, to um, some power play. I can see this guy getting 50 points. 50, maybe even 60 points. If he's playing with Kucherov again, yeah, I think this is a solid signing. Uh, he fit in really well there with uh, with Tampa Bay, so he's back. Uh, and then, uh, last but not least, they they signed uh, Hayden Fleury, I do believe, a defenseman. Hayden Fleury, yes. Uh, Hayden Fleury, a younger guy. They signed him for a total of one point. 
five to five million for two years. So this is a, a basically a league minimum deal. Young defenseman, no risk signing here. I think I'm good. I'm 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 fine with that. You know, it never hurts. This guy didn't quite reach the potential that uh, some people thought he was going to be, but you know, no risk signing here. So I'm good with it. Uh, Tampa Bay doing pretty well here. Uh, St. Louis Blues. Okay, let's see. Where do we start? Uh, okay, they also handed out a pretty big deal here. Uh, let's talk about Ry uh, Riley Smith, Ryan Smith, Robert Thomas. What am I talking about? Robert Thomas, uh, $65 million contract, eight years, coming out to $8.125 million. So... This guy here, you might you might heard that name around before. Now this guy, I think is a pretty underrated player. But uh, now that he is a eight million dollar player, I don't think that underrated thing is ever going to be attached to this guy's name ever again. Uh, St. Louis Blues fans out there, you know well of this guy. This guy is a disgusting, disgusting passer. This guy makes just sickening passes. He's a very, very talented passer. Let's just take a look at his numbers here uh, quick for the season. Look at that. He had uh, in 72 games, 20 goals, 57 assists. That is a nice season. That is a very nice season, my friend. Um, yeah, man, that's some good shit. Uh, St. St. Louis Blues players or uh, fans, I think they're going to be pretty happy with this. Eight million. I know he's only 23, though. Uh, he's a young guy. Uh, I think I think he's pretty proven by now. Uh, I'm I'm okay with this deal. Is it a little rich? I mean, yeah, I'm going to say that about probably all the deals because I'm a cheap guy. I think that you could always get anyone anyone for cheaper. But, you know, I think it's a fine signing. He's a young player. He's going to be sticking around with St. Louis for a long time and uh, enjoy the passes. The guy is disgusting. Uh, they signed Nick Letty. Nick Letty, $16 million, four years, $4 million per I'm a little bit confused on this one. I don't know if maybe I'm confusing Nick Letty with like Andrew Ladd a little bit, the forward. But, you know, I don't know a whole lot of... I didn't think Nick Letty was all that great anymore. I know he's like... He's in his 30s. He's like 31. But, you know, four years per, I feel like, is a little bit rich. So, I question this signing a little bit. So, you know, it's four years as well. So, uh, I don't know about that one. But we'll have to wait and see. If there's a St. Louis Blues fan out there, you know, let me know. What do you think about Nick Letty? Are you cool with that signing? Uh, they signed goaltender Thomas Grice. Uh, one year, $1.25 million, Pretty low risk. Uh, he, he had, you know, he did well in the island. Not so hot in Detroit. Um, St. Louis is a better defensive team. So I can see him being fine, you know. Uh, they lost Huso. It looks like it's going to be Bennington and uh, Grice as the one-two tandem there in St. Louis. Uh, I'm okay with that. You know, it's a bit of a downgrade, sure, but not bad. Uh, and they signed some uh, smaller deals here uh, with no cap hits available. Uh, Nathan Walker, Josh Levo, former Leaf, and uh, Perunovic. Uh, I'm aware of Josh Levo. Uh, it didn't quite work out there in Toronto. He had a pretty okay-looking stint there, I believe, in Vancouver. And uh, here he is. He's signing. I, I'm just going to say it's more than likely a league minimum deal. League minimum deal, considering there's they're, they're not showing off any numbers. So it can't be very much. These aren't. Uh, these are kind of depth signings. Uh, yeah, that's all St. Louis uh, did. You know, not 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 bad, but not great. You know, I feel the Nick Letty one was a little high. Robert Thomas. I'm cool with that. I like Robert Thomas. He's a good player. Good player. Good player. Okay, Saint uh, Seattle Kraken. 
what did the Kraken do? Well, they got a shitload of money, so they they spent a little bit of it, not too much. Uh, let's start with, okay, we don't know these people. They're not big. Okay, so they started out with uh, signing Andre Burakovsky out of Colorado. He's not going to be sticking around there, and he goes out and gets paid. Getting uh, 27 points, 27 and a half mil for five years, coming out to five and a half million dollars per season. Um, I'm fine with this. I'm fine with this. Now, he's uh, he might be his numbers might be propped up a little bit there from uh, playing in Colorado. He had 22 goals, 39 assists. That's that's damn solid, man. Uh, 60 points. Pretty damn good. Five million. Do I think he's going to hit that 60 points here in, in Seattle? Uh, so far with the overall signings, maybe not. I can see him maybe down in that 45, 55 point range. Is he going to hit 20 goals? I can see him, yeah, maybe hitting 20 goals. Um, yeah, it's an okay signing. You know, um, Seattle is desperate for goal scoring. Uh, they weren't able to sign some of the bigger fish out there that we'll talk about a little later in this video. But uh, Burakovsky is a solid second-line player. Um, you know, they, they still need that first-line first, first line scoring. But uh, Burakovsky, all right signing. Uh, they also signed Shane Wright to a uh, entry-level deal uh, for three years, coming out to 2.85 mil, 950 Gs per. So, you know, he's getting paid on his entry level. So there you go. Do I think he's going to play this season? Uh, I guess it kind of depends who else they sign. But sure, yeah, I can see uh, Shane Wright playing. Uh, hopefully in um, some sheltered role, you know, second, third-ish line center, getting, you know, sheltered role minutes. Don't put him out there against the superstars just yet. Let's build this guy's confidence. I think he is going to play this, this season, though. Uh, they signed Paul Turalski to a two-year, 1.525 league men, basically. Don't know much about him. Uh, Jones, is this Max Jones? Martin Jones. Ah, oh, goaltender signing. Okay. Martin Jones finds a home in uh, Seattle. Uh, one year, $2 million. So, uh, Martin Jones, okay. Um, yeah. What can we say about Martin Jones? He's uh, struggled to put up anything over a 900 for the last like four or five years. He did manage to do over a 900 in Philadelphia, which is which is kind of remarkable. So, uh, uh, who knows? Uh, it's one year, two mil, so it can't be too damaging, right? Let's see if uh, Martin Jones can get over a 900 there for Seattle. Uh, sure, why not? I, I think he could do it. Um, okay, San Jose, they make uh, some signings. Uh, let's see here. Anything big, big? Uh, we're getting a lot of not available cap hits here. Um, but they did sign Oscar Lindblom, which is awesome. Uh, people around were a little bit upset with Philadelphia for letting this guy go. Um, if you didn't know, this uh, Oscar Lindblom did have a rare version of uh, a, a very rare type of bone cancer. Uh, he managed to come back into the season. Now, obviously, he wasn't putting up numbers that were... Uh, to maybe what Philadelphia has expected from this guy. Uh, they ended up buying him out of his final year of the contract. Raised some eyebrows around the league. You know, uh, you're going to buy out a guy that has cancer. They did end up donating some money to uh, cancer research funds. Uh, they donated some money to it to try and make it not look so bad on the PR side. Regardless, it's it's not so bad now. The, the kid, he found a home in San Jose. He got a two-year deal. Uh, financials weren't released. 
um, that I can see here. So I don't know. It's not probably going to be very much money. I'm just happy that, that the guy found a home. So uh, I'm just that's all. I'm just happy he found a home. That's awesome. Uh, Benning gets a four-year, $5 million uh, deal. That's, uh, that's a lot of years, but a low cap hit of $1.25 million. Okay, so what are you guys, what, what are we seeing here? I think he's a defenseman. Um, yeah, put up 11 assists, played 65 games. Um, don't know too much about him. That's a lot of years, but uh, not a lot of cap hits, so I guess it's not too bad. Uh, Nico Sturm, I'm thinking, it's Nico Sturm. Uh, signs a three-year deal. Financial's not released here. Uh, Nudivara signs a one-year deal. Financial's not released. Uh... Andrew Dell, this goaltender, Aaron Dell, Aaron Dell, goaltender signs a one-year deal. Financials not released. I'm guessing a lot of these are going to be league minimum or at at most like a million dollars, one point two five. These are pretty uh, depth depth roles and backup goaltending. Uh, Aaron Dell more than likely a backup or a third goaltender here. They also sign Agazino two years and Zeus Zeus. Zeus for one year, uh, no financials. Uh, so again, uh, I'm looking at what is probably a lot of depth signings here. Uh, nothing too crazy there for San Jose so far. Okay, here we go. Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay, so we already know about the the Chris Letang. Uh, I don't know if I did uh, say here. Uh, the Casey DeSmith was signed to a 3.62 year, $1.8 million per year extension. That's okay. He was okay backup goaltender for Jari. Uh, interestingly, they signed Alex Nylander here to a league minimum one-year deal. Uh, no risk here. This guy... You know, he is the brother of Willie, Will Nye the Science Guy, Nylander. Uh, he was a first-round draft pick. He just hasn't found his way yet, man. You know, he's been bouncing around between Buffalo and Chicago, two organizations that during his tenure there were not very well run. So uh, I feel kind of bad for this kid. I was really hoping, you know, maybe one day he would he would be playing with his brother. Maybe he would be here in Toronto. But so far, not so good for Willie. But he does find a home here uh, with Pittsburgh. Don't know if he's going to make the roster or not. I think, you know, if this guy could crack the roster and maybe get on a line with, with Crosby or Malkin, who knows what this kid could do. Uh, he's got some skill, you know, a first-round uh, draft pick. So who knows? Uh, how old is he still here? Don't think he's very old. Let's have a peek. He's only 20. He's 24 now, which I know is a little bit older for a forward. So his potential, you know, I don't think he's going to hit that, that high end potential that he was originally drafted at. But uh, yeah, man, I, uh, I don't know if he actually played here. And uh, but apparently he had 10 goals, 16 assists, 16 assists in 65 games. Don't know if that was in uh, the minor leagues or not. Uh, we talked about Ricard Raquel signing. They got uh, Evgeny Malkin does resign. That's pretty big news. I kind of didn't see that coming. So sadly, I don't get what I wanted. I kind of wanted him to go like to Washington. Something crazy, something wild. But nope, we get the boring thing. Uh, it comes down to the wire, but they do end up getting him resigned. $24.4 million. Four-year deal coming out to $6.1 million. So he's he's matching Chris Letang there and salary cap hit. Gets uh, less years, which... Okay, I thought maybe Malkin would, would get some more years, or maybe at least just get a matching deal to uh, to Latang. So uh, what do I think about the deal? Uh, 
you know, Pittsburgh believes in this core, and I think they have every right to believe in that core. They've brought them three Stanley Cups. They love these guys. I think those three guys have kind of earned the right to uh, be given what they want. I think, I think uh, you know, the cap it, cap it honestly, for Malkin is, is lower than what I heard reported out there. You know, I heard things as high as $9 million he was asking for, $8 million. So... The, the Penguins getting him down to 6.1. All right, you know, as, if these guys can just stay healthy, then it'll be just dandy. Nothing, no problem with that at all. They also signed uh, Pure Oliver Joseph. Don't know much about this dude. Uh, 1.65 for two years, $825,000 cap hit, so no risk signing there. They signed Jan Ruda. This is a guy out of Tampa Bay, I do believe, Stanley Cup winner. He gets paid a little bit here, three years. Uh, 8.25 million coming out to 2.75 million. All right. Yeah. I mean, they definitely, Pittsburgh needs to shore up that defense. So why not bring in a kind of a defensive defenseman off a Stanley cup winning team? Uh, three years. That's it's okay. I guess how old is this guy? 31, 31. So hopefully they're not buying damaged goods here and he didn't, he didn't, you know, overload himself too much in the playoffs. I think there'll be an okay signing. Uh, Archibald gets signed one year, 900000 and Kajula gets signed to a league men one year. Some uh, depth signing there for forwards. Not too bad. Uh, all right, Pittsburgh. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see if it works out. They're going with the old guns. I still believe in the wizard. Uh, Crosby, he's still got it, baby. Malkin, if they could just stay healthy, he's got it. And Chris Letang put up his best, best offensive season he's had in his whole career. So... Who knows, man? You know, it's it's weird, but uh, yeah, it's it'd be even more weird to see any of those three players in anything but a Penn's, Penn's uniform. But, you know, I, I, I'm still holding out there that, you know, I want to see O.V. and Malkin play. I think it'd be cool. Philadelphia Flyers. Good Lord. Oh, God. Where do we even start? Where do we start? Um, they acquired Tony D'Angelo in a trade. I believe I talked about the trade and then uh, signed him to an extension for two years, $10 million, $5 million per season. People are mad about it. People are mad about it. They're questioning the deal. I think Tony D'Angelo is a good player. I understand the addition for them doesn't make a whole lot of sense because um, with them signing D'Angelo to a $5 million uh, per season uh, deal kind of uh, helped them not being able to get Johnny Goudreau. Uh, We'll get to Johnny Goudreau and the team that he signed with uh, and a few teams here. But obviously, Philadelphia was in on this guy. They wanted him bad. Johnny Goudreau wanted to play for them bad. Uh, that's his home team, you know, in and around where, where he grew up. Uh, Philadelphia just couldn't get their shit together. They couldn't They couldn't get anyone in the league to take uh, JVR's contract, $7 million. Couldn't get that off the books. Couldn't get any other deals off the books. You know, uh, Philadelphia's got some bad deals here. And uh, they signed Tony D'Angelo. I think he's a fine player, but... If if that if it was him or Johnny Goudreau, I know you obviously want to take Johnny Goudreau here, um, so that's why people are a little bit upset. Uh, Flyers fans are upset with uh, D'Angelo. Um, yes, sadly Johnny Goudreau doesn't uh, sign with Philadelphia. I don't, I, you know, it sucks for Philly fans. Uh, I think it's I think in in the long run it's a good move for Johnny Goudreau. Uh, I don't think the Flyers are going to be a good team here for a little bit. So, yeah, I would have preferred him to go to, like, a New Jersey. But the team that he did sign with, we'll talk about that. Um, I'm cool with it. So, yeah. 
Uh, other than that, they signed uh, Nick Delorier to a four-year deal, $7 million total, coming out to one point seven five per. Uh, another eyebrow-raising deal. This guy is just kind of a depth forward, kind of a tough guy. Tough guy getting a four-year deal. Um, okay, I don't, I don't know about that for a tough guy, 1.75. I don't know. It's a little bit high, but it's only 1.75. So, you know, it's just a weird deal, man. It's just a weird deal. It's a lot of years for a guy that, you know, is easily replaced. You can find that in free agency, but whatever. Okay, they, they did it. And then they signed Justin Braun to a one-year deal, 1.75. Uh, not a big fan of Justin Braun uh, in Philadelphia, you know, but... It is what it is, man. Uh, Philadelphia Flyers doesn't look like they're going to be having a really good season uh, this upcoming one as well. Yeah, uh, not not a big fan of their moves there. They didn't do so hot. All right, Ottawa Senators. What's going on, Ottawa? What is this? You guys are killing it. I hate this. I don't like talking so good about Ottawa, but I can't help myself. They're doing well. They're doing well. Um, Yeah, dude. Uh... Big Fish, Claude Giroux, he ends up coming home. He's going to be an Ottawa Senator. How fucking cool is that? I, I'm down with this, dude. Three years, uh, $19.5 million, $6.5 million cap hit per season. I'm cool with that. I think that's a solid cap hit. I think Giroux is going to he's gonna love it there in Ottawa. The crowd's going to love him. Uh, you know, Ottawa's been stepping up their game, man. Like, things are starting to really look good for the future here in Ottawa. They're looking to build a new downtown arena. That's awesome. Their young studs are starting to come around. They're playing better. They, they've got rid of some bad contracts here. They, um, they're signing some of their young studs to big deals. They're starting to drop out some money that, you know, Ottawa has not been known to do in the past. They're, that's pretty common that stars and young players walk off of this, of this, out of this organization. And, uh, it's nice to see them paying some of these guys and, uh, you know, rewarding the fans that, uh, you know, Ottawa Senator fans, they've been through a lot. They've uh, been dealing with uh, what was a terrible uh, owner for quite some time now. So this is great to see for Ottawa. I just want the Battle of Ontario back, man. You know, when I first started watching hockey in 04, that, that Battle of Ontario was fierce. It was very, very fun. I enjoyed it very much. And then it became Ottawa being very awesome and the Leafs sucking for a very long time. And now it's Toronto's time to be good. And, you know, Ottawa not quite being there yet. But I think, I think, I know a lot of people said it last year. It was going to be their year. But I think this year for sure, man, with the Brincat additions, uh, shoring up the goaltending, uh, their young guys are just going to be getting that little bit better. Adding Giroux, yeah, dude. I can see these guys 100% competing for a playoff spot this year. This division is going to be disgusting. Um, yeah, super into the Claude Giroux signing. Awesome. Uh, Sabarin, uh, Luke, Kinney, Rubens all sign one-year league minimum deals. Uh, depth signings. And then a big one here. Josh Norris getting paid. Eight-year deal. $63.6 million coming out to just under $8 million per season. 7.95. Damn. Damn. That's payment, my friend. That is that is payment. Now, he had a really solid year. 35 goals. 20 assists. Played 66 games. Hell yeah. Um... Guy looks like he's going to be a goal scorer. He had a really solid season. Um, do I see him hitting that 35 again? 
Yeah, man, I think I do. I, I think this guy is going to be a consistent 30-goal guy. I think he's going to be getting more points than that. Uh, I think that with the addition of DeBrincat and Giroux, I think his assist totals are also going to go up. So I can see this guy being maybe just slightly under a point-of-game player. So for you know just under $8 million, I think it's a fair deal. Is it is it a steal on paper right now? No, I don't think it's a steal. I think it's a fine deal. Uh, for right now and I think in the long run that's going to be a solid deal so again great job Ottawa uh, getting some of their young guns signed for 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 long term which is which is refreshing for Ottawa Senators fans I can only imagine Uh, yeah great job Ottawa you guys have been killing it this offseason so far New York Rangers all right they start off with a big one Vinny Trocek signing a seven-year deal 39 million dollars and that's coming out to a $5.625 million per. This is a great... I think this is a solid, solid signing. Vinny Trocek is a sick little player, man. I think he's going to be an excellent second-line center for the Rangers here. He had a 21 goals, 30 assists, you know, 50-point player. I think he can bump that up to uh, to about... I think he's a... I think, honest to God, he could be a 30-30 player. 30 goals, 30 assists, somewhere around that. Uh, as long as he stays healthy, he had a healthy season this year. Uh, I know he's had some health injury pro- or uh, injury problems in the past. 29 years old. 29, seven years. Oh, it's going to come out to he's about 36. So as of right now, it's a fine deal. Might look a little greasy, uh, you know, come that fifth, sixth, seven year. But um, Rangers are clearly going for it right now. And uh, this is a great signing for him. He adds, he adds uh, some grit. This guy's a stud, dude. Like, kind of, I kind of compare him to uh, kind of like a Patrick Hornquist. Not quite as as uh, greasy in front of the net and stuff, but this guy gets in there, and he's a center, so this is good. Good signing. Uh, they signed goaltender Yaroslav Yor- Halak. Uh, let's see here. One year, $1.5 million. Uh, they lost Gorgiev, so they're looking for a backup goaltender. He had an abysmal year there with Vancouver. Uh, he was great for the Islanders, so I think he's going to fall somewhere in the middle of that. Maybe def- I don't think he's going to be as good as he was in the Island, but I don't think he'll be as bad as he was for the Canucks. So that's fine. You know, it's only one year. He's he's older, but on top of that, they also sign. Uh, fuck. Okay, let me. How the hell do you say this guy's name again? Uh, Louis Deming. Deming. Yeah, I always want to say Demontigu because that's what I used to call him back in the day, but um. Yeah, you might have remembered this guy from the the fun story that he had there in Pittsburgh. He ended up being like the third or fourth goalie. He shows up there. He ate some spicy pork and broccoli. People couldn't let it go. It was such a big deal. Whatever. He signs a two-year deal, $1.5 million. It's uh, basically league minimum for two years. Solid signing. You know, he's, he'll probably be a third-string backup, but he has the potential to uh, take that backup role from Halak without question. And they also signed Ryan Carpenter to a one-year deal, no financials released. So more than likely a league minimum deal, probably not worth a whole lot of money. Whole lot of money. So uh, yeah, I like the moves that the Rangers did. You know, I like uh, Trocek. The years are a lot, but I think you're going to get a lot out of him for like four, maybe even five of those years. So I'm fine with that signing. We also have to take in consideration that... um, uh, free agency, you're always going to overpay a little bit for players unless they're like veterans that want to play somewhere. 
example like Wayne Simmons and Jason Spezza taking uh, discounts to come play in Toronto and Giordano taking a, a pretty large discount I would say to stay in Toronto uh, New York Islanders haven't done a thing yet so that's interesting some people are starting to say that uh, Lou Lamorello is starting to scare off dudes from from going there uh, maybe he's just a little too old school for for players nowadays so but uh, yeah, it's there, man. He, they haven't signed anybody. Uh, okay, New Jersey Devils. They make uh, a little bit of a splash here. They sign uh, Brendan Smith. I believe uh, that's a defenseman. Two years, $2.2 million, 1.1 mil per. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, he could be a depth defenseman, uh, top six. I believe he's a defenseman. I just want to make sure here. Brendan Smith. Yeah, I believe he's a defenseman. He was playing with the Rangers. Uh, pretty low risk signing here. And then they make the big splash. Uh, this one's going to hurt you Tampa Bay Lightning fans out there. I'm sorry to say, but yes, Andre Palat is gone. He's going off to the Devils. He signs a five-year, $30 million, $6 million per season. Uh, this guy deserves it, man. I think it's a pretty good pretty good ad for the, for the New Jersey Devils. I don't know how big of a step these guys are going to take this year. Um, they've been making moves, man. Their young players keep getting better, but this past season was such a fucking disaster for them. It's, uh, hard to say how, how, like, I, I think I could safely say they'll be better than that, but by how much, I don't know yet, but adding Palad is a good move. The guy is going to bring an abundance of experience. Uh, he's been in the league quietly for such a long time here. He was so important to Tampa Bay for those those cup runs. A lot of young guys here in New Jersey, so he's going to be able to you know, bring these guys underneath that learning tree and just suck up the knowledge from Andre Pollat. So good for him. I'm happy he was able to secure uh, the money wasn't that big of a of a a raise in terms of money like just a little over a million but he gets he gets a a little bit of stability he gets five years so you know they'll take him to his 36 37 so yeah good for him uh simon nemec is that uh simon nemec is that the young kid that they just signed when were you born Ra yep yep so this is the this is the defenseman that they they uh, drafted second overall he signs his ELC 2.85 mil nine and a half nine uh, $950,000 per so standard uh, ELC contract for a high first round draft pick I imagine he's gonna have some bonuses is this kid gonna play uh, I don't know. He might start the season. You might see him in a few games at the beginning, but I wouldn't be super surprised if he goes back and uh, plays for juniors or wherever he has to go in the minors. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, you know, I think I don't think Jersey's done. Uh, they did make a trade there with the Bruins, sending off Zaka, and they added in Halla. I think, I think that's just a big old fucking victory for the Bruins. You know, they're getting a. A guy that was drafted six overall in the first round. I know it didn't work there in New Jersey, but just watch him fucking find his find his game in friggin' uh, uh, Boston. Okay, so Nashville Predators, we already talked about. I mentioned Philip Forsberg. Let's just break it down. This guy signs a $68 million, eight years, $8.5 million cap hit. Hell yeah, this is a great deal. This is a great fucking deal for... Um, for Nashville. I know there was like all year long they were talking about um you know this guy wants I think he wants to be the highest paid player and 
Nashville's GM was being adamant that no way, no one's getting paid more than Roman Yossi. Roman Yossi is going to be the highest play, paid player on this team. And he held, he held out and it worked. You know, he got Forsberg in there at 8.5 for eight years. He is 27, so it's going to take him till he's like 36 years old. I don't think they're worried about that right now. Uh, the dude had a monster season. He does have a little bit of uh, injury problems, but he put up 42 goals in 69 games. This guy, if he can have a full healthy season as a 50-goal scorer, I think no problem. So 50-goal scoring guy for for under $9 million. I'm looking at you, Jeff Skinner. So you compare this this to the Jeff Skinner signing. What a bargain. What a bargain. Now, Jeff Skinner had a better year, but you know he's the 30-ish goal scorer on a, on, a, on a lucky year. So getting Philip Forsberg 40 goals in his sleep for under $9 million is a hell of a, hell of a home run for me. I, I'm super down with that deal. Great job, Nashville. Otherwise, they have not acquired anything else. Yeah, been pretty quiet. Okay, La Habitante. Uh, this is a lot of... Looks like I'm just going to blast through these because it, uh, a lot of these, none of these, in fact, have uh, any salary cap. So I'm looking at these names. I'm seeing a lot of depth signings, except for uh, this guy. Uh, Slavkovsky signs his ELC, same as all the other ELCs, 2.85, three-year, $950,000. Yeah. Uh, is this guy going to play? I think he has the best chance to play because he's already played against men, shown that he can compete competently against men. It's just up to Montreal if they want to rush this guy into the NHL. But according to the draft, he is the most NHL ready of all the players in the draft. So, uh, yeah, I think it would be uh, safe to say that this guy's going to play this year. And I'm very, very excited to see what he can do. Uh, I would expect somewhere in the range of like 50, maybe 60 points, maybe like 20, 25 goals. I don't know much about it, but that's what I would put out there. Don't expect this guy to be putting up like a hundred point season right away. I don't think he's that kind of, that kind of talent, but he's definitely going to be a very solid NHL player. And then uh, here's some other names, uh, quite a few names, but uh, Madsen Bowie, St Stephens, Richard, Mazar, Belzeal, Belzeal, Schnarr, and Teasdale, uh, all signing one year except for Mesnar. He signed a three-year deal. Uh, no financials on that, so probably minor, minor deals, uh, minor, minor players here. Uh, Minnesota Wild. Okay, so they didn't do anything because they probably can't. They have no money. They did sign Mark Andre Fleury, which I talked about in the last episode. Seven million dollar total. For two years, three and a half million dollars per. Okay, they're going for it. So Mark Andre Fleury is going to be the guy. I love you so much, Mark Andre Fleury. I hope nothing for the best. I hope for uh, success. I don't know if the if Minnesota is going to be able to squeak into the playoffs this time. We're just going to have to wait and see. They still have a lot of solid guys on that team, but uh, you know, losing Kevin Fiala for nothing is kind of a massive blow. That sucks. And then Talbot leaving, you know, that also kind of sucks. They did bring in Gustafson, so, you know, Gustafson, I think I think goaltending isn't going to be a big problem unless, obviously, Marc-Andre Fleury gets hurt. Now that's going to be a problem, but Fleury doesn't get hurt too, too often. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year for sure for Minnesota. Okay, uh, the LA Kings, they signed uh, Alex Edler. 
uh, one year league minimum. That's solid, dude. I think that's a solid deal. I, I don't recall how well that he did there in LA when he finally got out of Vancouver. Uh, he had a he was so so awesome in um, in Vancouver. I always liked him very much. Uh, just a solid defenseman, man, and and LA picking him up there for league minimum, zero risk. He could be playing top top six defense. Uh, he may even be higher up in their lineup. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but regardless, uh, I'm I'm good with that signing. Uh, you also get uh, Carl Gunstrom, uh, Grunstrom, uh, former Leaf. I, I I enjoyed this guy with a short stint there in the Leafs, but uh, you know he had to get traded off for some other things. Uh, signs a two year deal. A uh, total of 2.6 million, so pretty low cap hit. I'm fine with that signing. Uh, they signed Anderson to league minimum one year. That's that's good as well. Uh, Brendan Lemieux signs one year, 1.35 mil. Uh, you know, not a lot of people are a big fan of this kid around the league. I know he's had some beef with some players. Uh, Kachuk, I believe he bit him, and that was a whole stink. But uh, yeah, I imagine if uh, he's on your team, you're not you're you're cool with having a guy like this. He's a real just pain in the ass, get in your face, uh, rough you up kind of player. So you know it's it's a good thing to have on your team when when you need it. It's good to have it. And then they get uh, Phoenix Copley, I believe that is a goaltender. Yes, goaltender. So they got uh, Phoenix Copley, uh, eight hundred twenty-five grand. Uh, Basically, a league men probably going to be a third third string goaltender here. Uh, yeah, no no risk in that signing, no problems there. All right, Florida Panthers time. What do we got? What do we got? Okay, uh, they start the they. Okay, this is this is fun. So they're going after the stalls. They sign uh, Mark Stall for league men one year. Uh, definitely isn't. Uh, the Mark Stahl of old, I know he's kind of had like a down career. He signed a big ticket and didn't really live up to that, but he played it out. He's been in the league for a long time here. He falls to uh, the Florida Panthers, giving him a league min. Uh, if he cracks their lineup, that's fine. Uh, don't know if he will, but, you know, it's a league minimum deal, so no risk. Uh, they also signed um, Eric Stahl to a PTO a tryout. Uh, he hasn't been officially signed yet, but there's a possibility we might see two stalls playing in Florida together, so that's cool. Uh, they get Colin White. Colin White signed for one year, $1.2 million. This is a sweet-ass signing. Uh, he just got bought out from Ottawa. He's a center, young player. Uh, has that? He still has some potential there, so this could be a really uh, quality signing for them. This guy could potentially put up like 30 40 maybe even 50 points who knows depends on the role that this guy's playing so i'm that's a great signing uh nick Cousins signs 2.2 million dollars for two years 1.1 million dollars per season cap hit uh fine lower bottom six depth forward and they also get rudolph balsers which i've heard some good things about uh he signed for one year financials weren't uh released so i'm imagining it's you know a, a lower end deal under a million dollars okay Okay, here we go. Edmonton Oilers time. Let's just make sure I'm not missing anybody here. Okay. So they started slow. They started slow, everybody. They started slow. On the 13th, they decided they uh, decided to sign... Is this Brad Malone? Who is this? Brad Malone. Okay. Don't know much about this guy. Just a depth forward here. Small contract. Uh, two years, 1.5 mil. League minimum, basically. Not a big deal. So... 
one of the big fish out there, and I didn't know if this guy was going to re-sign with them, but he ends up re-signing with them. Evander Kane is going to remain in Edmonton, signed a four-year deal, $20 million, uh, $20.5 million, $5.125 million per season. This is awesome. What a, a great signing for Edmonton. This guy has the potential to score 50 goals if he's going to be on the wing with McDavid all season. We saw what he did with him in the playoffs. It was a match made in heaven. Evander Kane had the most goals, I believe, in the playoffs, or he was like top three at least. So to get to lock this guy up for four years for only $5 million for an, a potential 40-goal scorer, this is a bargain. If um, As long as Evander Kane can keep his nose out of goddamn trouble... This is an amazing signing for uh, for the Oilers here. Uh, I don't see anything. Uh, well, there is definitely potential for this for this to go wrong. He's 30 years old, so it's only going to take him to he's 34. He's got that. He's a big boy, 6'2", 210 pounds. He's not afraid to get into a fight. He's not afraid to get dirty and do those things. So uh, this is a great signing for for Edmonton. And now the the heartbreaking one for me. Jack Campbell, soupy, goaltender, signs with Edmonton. This was not a secret. Everyone seemed to know about this before. Uh, you know, you can say tampering, but whatever. Uh, he signs a five-year deal, $25 million, $5 million per. And you may be asking yourself, if you're a Leaf fan, what? He signed for $5 million and we're paying Matt Murray $5 million. Why didn't we just keep Jack Campbell? Well, I don't really know. I can't really answer that one. Um, I would have. I'm on. I'm on the same page as y'all. Uh, I would have just kept Jack Campbell for the five million dollars if, if we were willing to pay a goalie that much money. I think Jack Campbell uh, would have been the safer bet without question. But I think that Dubas was looking at some of those underlying numbers. You know, uh, Matt Murray comes through the Sioux Greyhounds fucking organization. So he's got that going for him. Yeah, man, I don't know. It's uh, it's a little bit weird. Um, I'm sad to see Soupy go. I hope that uh, Soupy, uh, again, I hope you guys out there in Edmonton, you, you, you treat this man like a god that he is. You're going to love him. Your teammates are going to love him. Um, as long as this guy, you know, I hope it doesn't get, I, I hope it just works out. That's all. I hope he can find, uh, you know, that, that median in his game. I, 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 you know, I don't really want him to be a 950 because I don't want him to make the least look too bad, uh, for letting him walk. But, uh, I don't want him to be, you know, the way that it was last season when he was rocking under a 900. I just want soup to be a, a good NHL starting goaltender. And, um, yeah, it sucks to see him go to Edmonton, but I hope you guys enjoy him, man. He was a—he uh, was an absolute treasure here in Toronto. Uh, they signed Brett Kulak, eleven million dollars, four years, two point seven five mil. Okay, um, what do we what do we got here about Brett Kulak? I believe he's a defenseman. Uh, okay, you know I don't. Yeah, he's defense. That's uh, I don't know how old is this guy, Brett Kulak. 28 years old. Okay. I mean, it's going to, I would just say it's meh. I don't have much to say about it. He's, I don't know much about him. Uh, Picard. Is that the Calvin Picard? Okay. Didn't know you were still kicking around. Uh, he signs a two year deal, uh, basically league minimum. So just shoring up that goaltending. Uh, we're still not 100% sure what's going on with the goaltending situation in Edmonton. Not 100% sure if uh, Mike Smith is coming back or if he's just going to retire. 
Uh, I'm not sure if, if Stuart Skinner is going to be the for sure backup there. He seems to have a pretty good potential behind him and, and could very well be the goalie of the future for them. So they may be going with him. I don't know. But they signed uh, Picard for, for backup. He's had an all-over-the-map kind of career, so he's definitely a third-string goaltender, but could very well be the backup. Uh, Greg McKegg signs, two years league minimum very much. Uh, depth signing, bottom six signing, uh, that's fine. Greg McKegg is, uh, is an all-right player. All righty, we're getting down. We're getting down. You guys still with me? You still awake? I'm still going. Here we go. We got the Detroit Red Wings. They were a little busy. Let's uh, just make sure. We talked about Billy Huso already. Um, okay, these were much older. Okay, so they start out. They start out with uh, with Andrew Cobb. Andrew Cobb being one of the one of the bigger fish out there. One of the more intriguing ones out there. He gets paid. He's getting uh, 28 million dollars for five years, coming out to 5.625 million dollars per season. Okay. Um, it's a little it's a little bit expensive I, I think but it, it was known that he was going to be paid pretty well uh, coming out of free agency because of how versatile and just how much this guy brings to the table um, I would say he's more of like a jack of all trades master of none player he's not like elite at at anything but he's not like but he's good at pretty much everything uh, 21 goals 32 assists 72 games played. He just brings everything to the table. I think it's good. It's a solid signing for Detroit. Uh, you know, I think they're they're primed here to take a, a large step forward, or at least at the very least, a step forward this season. Their players are getting better. Uh, they keep adding um, pretty smartly. You know, they're doing well. Uh, there's the next one here makes me a little weary on it, but um, you know, these are the kind of things that they got to start doing. They've they've drafted well. They've they've got some young studs here. They just got to get Dylan Larkin figured out. But uh, Andrew Kopp can be uh, uh, excellent second line center, and he could be utilized in all situations. So yeah, it's, it's a solid player. Little expensive, but I think it'll be fine. Uh, next, they signed Ben Sherratt, four years, nineteen million dollars, four point seven five million dollars per. Now this guy was a large topic last season during trade deadline. Who's this? Who's going to be the team that's going to overpay for this guy? That team ended up being Florida. It definitely looked. It definitely appears to be an overpayment because he didn't resign. They didn't have a very long playoff run, and he wasn't like you know a godsend for them during that playoff run. So they ended up giving quite quite a lot up for uh, Ben Sherrod, and now he's getting paid out of Detroit. Uh, He's oh, he's good, okay? I don't think he deserves this much money for what he brings to the table, but uh time will tell. I mean, they need some defense. The guy has stand, he has a playoff experience. Uh yeah, a little little bit much for I don't really like that signing too much. Uh they get Kubalik. They sign Kubalik. I believe he is also okay, so he's a winger. Oh, okay, this is the one from Chicago that they didn't. Okay, so they signed him. Interesting. Uh, okay, let's see. How much did he get? Uh, two years, $5 million, so $2.5 million per. I'm cool with this. This is a total Stevie Y signing. You got a young player here that still has um, still has the upside. He had a really rough time there in Chicago after a, a pretty good rookie season. Uh, just doesn't wasn't working out there. Chicago doesn't decide to re-sign this guy for some reason. They could have easily traded this kid away. 
Uh, I think Detroit gets a, a little bit of a steal here. Regardless, this is a pretty low-risk signing. He's a young player. I think he's capable of putting 40-plus 40, 40 points on the board. All right, so next they sign uh, David Perron. David Perron finds a home in Detroit. He's going to get another new team. St. Louis doesn't re-sign him. Uh, I like this player, man. As long as he stays healthy, this is a pretty good signing here for Detroit. This guy is in and around a point-of-game player. He's a little bit older, so I don't know if that drop-off could very well happen this season, but it hasn't happened yet. So he gets a two-year deal, $9.5 million, $4.75 million per season. I'm good with this. This is a solid signing. As long as he can stay healthy, I think you're going to be getting a 60, 70-point player out of David Perron. You could very well, if, he, if you get a full, healthy season out of this guy, you could very well see a point-per-game player. This guy could very well be playing top line uh, for Detroit this season. And they're not done. They uh, signed Mark Pissick, uh, depth depth defenseman, top six defenseman, 850 grand. Uh, and they also signed Oli Mata to a one-year deal, 2.25. This guy could very well be playing bottom six, top four defenseman. He's been in, uh, he's been around, you know, he's kind of been, I don't know, uh, people have very mixed opinions about this guy. You kind of rather love him or you hate him. I fall into the side of, I don't care. Um, one-year deal, $2 million, low risk. So, you know, sh just getting more defensemen on that blue line, nothing wrong with that. Good moves uh, yet again out of Stevie Y. All right, Dallas. Dallas has got a pretty big offseason for them. Uh, they, do, they didn't make very many moves, but they made a pretty big splash here. They get um, Mason Marchman signs with them. Uh, $18 million for four years, $4.5 million per now, this dude exploded on, on the scene this year on Florida. He just, he just, just a, a, it's so hard to, I don't even know what to say about this guy. He just, he was kind of like a Tom Wilson, Patrick Hornquist style, just hard hitting, uh, fast, goal scoring, fighting, penalties, gritty. He just brought that, 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 that style of player that you know is very coveted in the NHL right now because there's not that much of it out there and this guy brings those things to the table it's uh, pretty new um uh, it's a former leaf you know we had this guy in our system we had no idea what what he was he he went through I think a couple systems I feel like he went through Tampa Bay as well and then he ends up landing in Florida and then boom it just all started clicking for this guy he had a really really nice season it was a little inconsistent but he did get 18 goals, 29 assists, 54 in 54 games. Um, it, I know the numbers aren't quite like eye popping, but it's more about what this guy brings alongside the scoring ability and the point point getting ability. The guy can truck people, and yeah, he's just a he's a hard worker, grinds in the in the corners. He's a very solid player, and uh, he fits he fits that Dallas team really well. So I think this is a good fit for Marchman. Uh, too bad that uh you know it, he, they couldn't get uh, him re-signed in Florida, but uh, cool for Dallas. Uh, they also signed Colin Miller. Colin Miller, defenseman, right-handed defenseman, 29 years old. They signed him for two years. Cap hit a 1.85, so pretty low risk. You know, probably uh, a top six D there. I'm fine with that signing. It's pretty low risk. It's it's not too bad. Now Columbus, here we go, baby, Columbus, the team that came out of fucking nowhere. Oh man, they get the biggest fish of of the of the free agency. 
they signed Johnny Goudreau. Now, I don't think anybody saw this this one coming. I don't even know if Columbus saw this one coming. They seem to have just swooped in uh, out of nowhere late when it, when it was apparent that uh, Philadelphia was struggling to get their shit together and they weren't able to get the cap. Uh, space to sign Johnny and Columbus must have came in you know Yarmo Kekalainen their GM this guy is a very good GM um, he gets the big fish man Columbus actually lands the big fish I don't think anyone saw this coming I sure as hell didn't I was like holy shit Columbus wow um, awesome for Columbus if you're a Columbus fan out there you guys just must be fucking on cloud nine right now this is awesome for Columbus um, uh, let's, let's get into this. Okay. So he signs a $68.25 million year, seven years comes out to a $9.75 million cap hit per season. Fuck. Yeah. This is awesome. Considering like, uh, we've heard some numbers out there. We heard that Calgary was offering upwards to 10 and a half million dollars. So Goudreau was walking away from over $10 million dollars. Uh, from the Calgary Flames because they could have offered him that eighth year. So he was walking away from from money. So it wasn't just the money situation. With Johnny Goudreau, he, he is very adamant that this is a family decision. He wanted to be closer to family. It's not to do with, you know, hating Calgary, hating Canadian hockey. I don't think it had anything to do with that. I can understand Flames fans being a little heartbroken, if not very upset with Johnny Goudreau not re-signing, but you have to take in consideration the guy gave you 10 years of his life. He gave you everything uh, that he could. It didn't work out. You know, they had, Calgary was such a, you know, they had some really disappointing seasons. They had some some really good uh, regular seasons led by some really disappointing uh, playoff runs, you know, like, uh, and Johnny was very good for them throughout all those. So, I think I think when it comes to Johnny Goudreau, I think Flames fans should give him nothing but the utmost respect and just respect his decision uh, to and respect his family. Uh, he's not doing this to. He's not just you know he's not sitting you down and saying fuck you in particular. I don't want to sign with you because I hate you in Calgary. Uh, he stayed in Calgary for ten years, so I don't think it was the the city itself. I think it's just time for a change kind of sucks that it's coming at this at this exact moment because he had the best season of his career he had the best seat he had like that that top line was so good with Lindholm Goudreau and Kachuk that was quite possibly the best line in hockey this year and uh that's that's done now and 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 on top of that Flames fans fans have to deal with now the Kachuk saga which is just beginning uh, and I don't think it's going to be a very easy road that Kachuk signing. It's going to be a long and probably very difficult road because that's just kind of the way it goes with the Kachuks. It's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be long and difficult. So, um, you know, I'm very happy for Johnny Goudreau. I feel for you Flames fans. I'm a Flames fan as well. I'm not as a, I'm not a diehard Flames fan, but Johnny Goudreau is definitely up there and one of my favorite players in, playing in the game right now. I, I hope for the best for him in uh, in Columbus. I hope Columbus can get a, uh, a very good center for him to play with. Uh, that's really all they're missing out there. On top of that, this may also really help Columbus in re-signing line A. So this is just very good news for Columbus. I'm very happy for Columbus. But this one, they signed another guy. Now this one, I'm like, okay, now you're losing me a little bit here. They signed Erica Branson for four years. 
$16 million, $4 million per year cap hit. Now, this one has me going a little bit, what the fuck are you doing with that? I don't know how good Branson keeps getting paid in this league. He was a... I'm not going to call him a bust, but his he was drafted third overall in... Um, Fuck, it was a while ago, guys. If uh, I can't, I don't remember it right off the top of my head, but he was third overall pick. Picked around some very, very talented players, and this guy never quite hit that ceiling. You know, he was kind of uh, compared to be, you know, maybe a next uh, Scott Stevens style player, just a trucker, strong as hell. Like, this guy's massive, 6'5, 222 pounds, shoots right. You know, he checks a lot of those fucking boxes, right? But he doesn't get a lot of points. Um, he, he's not very fast. Uh, he's solid defensively, but not amazing. He can truck you, yes. But uh, I think $4 million is a shitload of money for this guy. I'm, I'm a little bit shocked that he's still able to get this much money for what he's provided to the league over the last few years. You know, I was expecting more in and around like one and a half, maybe $2 million would still be high, but... I mean, good for you, Eric Branson, but um, has me questioning that signing by Columbus. But who gives a shit, right? They got Johnny Goudreau, so fuck yeah, they're they're just they're just on cloud nine. So there you go, good job, Columbus. You got you got the biggest fish out there, and I don't think anybody had that one coming. Colorado Avalanche, okay. So we talked about them getting Nikushkin, Nichushkin. Uh, that's sweet. They were also able to sign Josh Manson. They were able to bring him back. I think he played so well for them. I think it's awesome that he's able to come back. Uh, they get him for four years, $18 million, $4.5 million per. Now, so just talking about Good Branson, you got a very comparable deal here in Manson. Who would you rather have? Now, me, I definitely 100% I'm taking Manson here because he's just he's just a he's a he's better in every way except for he may not be able to truck you as hard as good branson is able to truck you but manson brings a lot more to the table he's better at getting points he's more sound defensively i think overall with the speed so uh cool to see him coming back uh, i think he may have been able to get a little bit more money if he went out to free agency but four and a half million dollars per season is nothing to sneeze at it's still a very well-paid contract uh, good for you manson you deserved it they're bringing Darren Helm back for one more year, 1.25. Uh, I didn't even know, I think a lot of us are in this boat, that I didn't even know Darren Helm was still in the league until I saw him score that wicked goal in the playoffs. I was like, whoa, Darren Helm's still here? That's sweet. And with that, he had some very major points there in the playoffs, and he still, still skates like the wind and still has that defensive capabilities, earns himself another year in the NHL. Good for you. Uh, they also were able to re-sign Arturi Lankinen. Fucking sweet. Uh, I really like this player, and I really like him uh, here in uh, Colorado. And he gets paid pretty decently here. $22 million, $22.5 million, five years, $4.5 million per season. I think this is solid. I think uh, Arturi Lankinen brings a lot to the table, and I think he's going to have uh, his best off offensive season this year with Colorado. I think it's safe to say this guy's going to be putting up I'd say it's safe to say he could he could probably put up 50 points. 45 to 50 points, I think, is safe to say from this guy. On top of that, he brings a very solid defensive side of the game. So, pretty good signing here. It's it's a little rich. 
but I think he could have gotten paid more if he got if he went to free market. So I'm good with the signing. I don't think uh, Colorado can really do much wrong right now. They just want to do as much as they can to bring everybody that they can back into the lineup so they can go for another cup run. Uh, they also signed Hunt. Two years, uh, no no financials, so I'm guessing just a league minimum depth signing here. Okay, Chicago Blackhawks, what did you guys do? What? How much? How much damage did they do? Okay. Okay, that was a long time ago. Okay, so they started out by signing Max Domi, a player that I would have really enjoyed the Leafs to maybe have signed, but he did get paid uh, a lot more money than I thought he was going to get paid. Uh, he signs a one-year deal, three million dollars. Now just we have to realize here that Chicago is a full burn it down rebuild mode here. So they're just acquiring bodies. So whatever money they're throwing out here really doesn't matter to them. They're probably overpaying pretty much everybody here just for the sake, for the sake that they got to hit the cap floor. And if they want to trade uh Kane and or Taves, they're, they have the possibilities of retaining half on that and they probably will just to maintain hitting the, the salary cap floor. So they signed Domi three years, probably a little rich, but who cares? Um, maybe he, he can have a good showing there in, in Chicago. He's going to be, uh, I would imagine a top six player here uh, for them. I'm a fan of Max Domi. I, I hope nothing for the best for him. He's a really cool story. He's a, he is a diabetic playing, Excuse me. He's a diabetic playing in the NHL. I think that's a really cool story and quite incredible. Uh, they also signed Colin Blackwell. He played for the Leafs last season. Sucks that we weren't able to get him back on the team. I thought he was a pretty pretty good player. He didn't play very long, but uh, he did decent. Uh, they signed him to a two-year deal, $1.2 million per. Okay. They signed uh, Anthony Sayu, one year, $3 million. Okay. Uh, he's got a lot of speed, uh, never really quite hit those potentials that he was uh, maybe hoping to hit. They get Alex Stalock, goaltender. Uh, who knows where he's going to be playing in the lineup. It could be third string, could very well be playing backup. I don't know. They're absolutely not worried about putting out a good team this year. They are tanking, full-on tanking. And then they sign Sakura, league minimum one year. So, yeah, they're just trying to get some bodies on the team because they traded off virtually everything. So, that's all they're doing. Okay, so we got the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, not a lot here. They did sign Andre Kasha, another former Leaf. Uh, sad to see him go. Sucks we couldn't get him. Uh, we didn't qualify him. So, uh, there might be an injury problem here that the Leafs are aware about. So, they didn't re-sign him. Uh, Carolina does though. They give him a $1.5 million uh, deal for one year. Pretty low risk. If this guy can just stay healthy, you got a, you're going to have a bargain of a deal here. The Andre Kasha brings a lot to the table. Uh, he doesn't bring a whole lot of scoring, but uh, defensively very sound. He's a very pretty quick player. He can get on flashes of offensive upside. So it's a low risk, uh, high reward style contract. So no problems here. They also signed uh, Sa Sao okay. Sawchenko. Sawchenko. Uh, one year, league men. All right. Don't know much about him. Calgary Flames. Okay. Wow. Okay. There's uh, quite a few names here. That's a few more than I thought. Okay. Let's get to work. Calgary Flames. Uh, Rooney. Two years. $2.6 million. 1.3. For good things about this player. Let me just take a quick look at him. Uh, okay, well, he only put up 12 points in 61 games. 
Uh, center, 6'2", 29 years old. Looks like a depth signing here. Trevor Lewis, another depth forward, 800 grand for one year. They got Gilbert for two years, no financials released. Malakie, Malakie, 950 Gs, one year, depth signing. Uh, Poolman, uh, looks like I think he's a defenseman, I believe. Also league minimum signing, defenseman. Uh, Oscar Dansk, I haven't seen your name around in a long time. Goaltender, signed a league minimum, depth signing. And then uh, their one big one that they let out, they did sign Nikita Zadorov. Two years, $7.5 million, coming to $3.75 million per season. Uh, Zadorov does bring some pretty good qualities. He fits in well with that um, Daryl Sutter style. He's a massive motherfucker. He's huge. How big is it? Like 6'7 or something? He's a big boy. 6'6", 235 pounds, 27 years old. Uh, yeah, he's a big, big boy. He is not a guy you want to be going up against. So this guy brings a lot of uh, vari variables. You know, you don't want to have to go up against this guy in a seven-game series uh, in, in the playoffs. I mean, he, he was definitely not something you wanted to go up against in the playoffs this season with Calgary. He was paired up with Good Branson. Uh, yeah, that's just a... Uh, solid signing, you know, it's only two years, so if he doesn't really live up to that four million-ish dollar cap hit, it's only for two years, so it's not too, too bad. And then on top, like, Calgary's got a busy, 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 busy season, so there's still uh, more signings, I would imagine, coming coming out of there. Okay, we're almost done. We're almost done. We're down to Buffalo, goddammit. We're all the way down to Buffalo. Uh, Malcolm, so uh, Malcolm Subban resigns one year, 850 grand. Hinnestroza, one year, 1.7. Uh, he's a solid-ish center. Victor Olofsson signs a two-year, $9.5 million, $4.75 million. I like this player. I like this player quite a bit. Um, let's just take a look. I feel like I know uh, there's uh, – I think he's been dealing with some injury troubles. Maybe just a little bit. He played 72 games, so he missed 10 games. Was still able to score 20 goals, 29 assists. The guy is a pretty pure goal scorer. He's a pretty good goal scorer, so – you know, $5 million for a 20, 25-ish goal scorer, not too bad. Uh, they signed Labushkin, so uh, Leafs aren't going to be re-signing him. But uh, they're signing him at uh, two, for two years, $5.5 million per, so 2.75. I think that's a little bit rich. I don't think the Leafs would be willing to pay that much for him. So I could see that's why they let him go. I see Labushkin maybe at like a 1.75. So I could see him taking the money and the extra year there from Buffalo. So pretty, it's a little, it's a rich signing, but he's an, he's an all right player. Uh, they get Eric Comrie, goaltender out of Winnipeg. Uh, signed him to two years, $3.6 million, $1.8 million per. This is a pretty solid signing. Uh, I know he didn't play very much. But uh, he had 10 wins, 5 losses, 1 overtime loss, 1 shutout, but he put up a 920 save percentage. That's pretty tasty. Uh, it's not a lot of games, and uh, yeah, man, like, I think that's that's pretty good. I don't think I don't know if he's going to be putting up a 920 there in Buffalo, but uh, a solid signing. It's, it's good that they were able to get a goaltender there. So Eric Comrie, uh, welcome to the Sabres, I guess. And then they signed uh, Pilyu, Pilyu, Pilot. Uh, one year uh, league minimum. All right. Uh, depth signing there. Boston Bruins. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Well, they didn't do much. They didn't do much at all. One one guy, uh, Greer. Greer. I uh, don't know much about him. 
Looks like a depth signing here. Two, yeah, depth signing. Two years, one point one point five million seven hundred sixty thousand uh, per season. Seems like a depth forward signing. Uh, not a big deal. Okay, I I thought. Well, they also. Well, like I said, they got the. What's his face, Zaka? Which I think is a solid pickup for them. They give up Halla, so I I think it's a pretty good 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 for them. Okay, back to the signings. Uh, where were we? Ariel. Oh my God! There's only two more teams left, guys. Two more teams. I'm only at an hour and a half. I'm doing pretty well, I think. I think we're doing well. All right, Arizona. They're a bit more busy, but no no big, nothing big. Uh, they signed Troy Stetcher, defenseman, one point two one point two five mil for one year. Uh, you know, never, hasn't really worked out for him, uh, out there in Vancouver. And I think he was in Detroit there for a hot minute. Uh, finds himself here in Arizona, might find a place on the roster at least. Uh, Nick Bukestad signs one year, 900,000, uh, looks like just a body signing that you get some bodies out there. Depth, who knows? He could be playing fucking third line center for all I know. Brown, two years, no financials and Dia, no financials for two years. So they're picking up some bodies. They're not really putting out any money, but they're picking up bodies. Still waiting for that Phil Kessel re-signing. Okay, last but not least. I'm sorry, Ducks fans, but you had to wait the longest. But we're here, and you didn't do a whole hell of a lot, but there are a couple, there are two two names out there that are that are something. So you signed Frankie Vitrano, uh, three years, $11 million, uh, $3.65 million. This is a solid signing. I like this signing. Uh, Vitrano, a pretty solid uh, goal scorer, 28 years old, right-handed shot, doesn't really matter that much when you're a forward, it's not, not a big a deal. Uh, 18 goals, 14 assists, 71 points. Uh, he was playing with the Florida Panthers, so he was a little bit lower in the lineup. I think he's going to have a better opportunity in uh, Anaheim, so I could see this guy scoring 20, 25 goals. Solid signing for them. Three years, yeah, yeah I'm good with that. Uh-oh. I just got to get back to Anaheim here. I just lost my spot. And then you guys signed the other Strom. You got Ryan Strom. Uh, he signed a five-year deal for $25 million. Five years, uh, five years, $5 million per season. Uh, I don't know. Like, that's... He definitely didn't get paid as much as some people were quoting him as. Upwards of $7 million. So, $5 million is much, much better for a 50-point... Uh, player, He did have a decent season there for New York. 21 goals, 33 assists. Uh, I believe he was playing second second line. He might have even been playing first line center there. Um, I think he can put up those, those numbers here in Anaheim. So I think it's a solid signing. Uh, I don't think he's going to be doing much more than 50 points. Uh, I don't even know if he'll be hitting that 20-goal uh, that plateau, but... Holy actual shit, y'all. I actually just did it. I just got through all of the signings of all 32 teams. I actually feel exhausted right now for some reason. Um, if you were able to stick through this whole episode, thank you so much. Um, again, check out other episodes on the podcast. I talked about uh, the draft. I talked about... Uh, yeah, the draft and uh, the the Matt Murray in the other episode. So thank you so much for listening. If you guys want some more content, you can check out my YouTube channel at GamerGX Videos. I'm doing a Let's Play right now of Resident Evil 7. It's going not too bad. I'm definitely a little rusty on my Let's Play. But this is a learning experience, y'all. And if you have any... Um, 
questions, suggestions. Uh, you could drop me a message on my YouTube channel until I could figure out a, a way to get comments directly to the podcast. I don't know if I have to do a Facebook page or something like that. I don't really want to, but you know, we'll, we'll get there right now. I'm just worried about getting content out on a consistent basis. So, uh, I believe I may be doing another hockey podcast this week. Kind of depends on how the rest of the chips fall. Um, I should maybe talk about some of the bigger, uh, free agents that, uh, didn't sign. That's probably a good idea. Um, Let's just quickly go look at that. Top free agents remaining. You know, we do have Kadri out there. Kadri hadn't been signed up until this point. Um, up until right now, all I know is that he's still talking to Colorado. They're still trying to get something done there. Otherwise, I haven't heard a, a, a whole lot of teams. Uh, I know... Uh, fuck, what's the team that uh, everyone's been talking about? Uh, Seattle is out there. Could definitely use a top-line center. You know, there's a lot of teams that could use this guy. Do I think he's a bonafide first-line center? Uh, he's not. A, I don't think Kadri is a first-line center for, like, a, a strongly, like, a deep playoff run kind of team. I think he is and can be a first-line center. But is he a first-line center on what you would call a Stanley Cup contender? No. I don't think he is. Uh, that's why he was the second line center on the Stanley Cup winning avalanche. And the first line center was McKinnon. But um, wherever Kadri goes, man, I'm just I'm just happy. I just love Kadri. I'm happy he's won. Uh, Phil Kessel's still out there. Paul Stastny. Patrice Bergeron still hasn't officially signed with the Boston Bruins. But it's almost a surefire bet that that's what he's going to do. John Klingberg hasn't signed a deal with anyone. P.K. Subban's still out there. Keith Yandel's still out there. And uh, Braden Holpe is still out there. He hasn't made a decision yet on uh, if if he is going to keep playing in the NHL. Uh, I hope he does because I think he had a, a good showing there with Dallas. I know he, he was battling some injuries. I hope it's uh, I hope he can get through the injury problem and uh, continue to show everyone that he's still the Holt Beast. I, I am a fan of Holpe. Uh, I'm a little sad that uh, he didn't get a sign with Toronto. Um, overall, man, you know, thinking about it, I'm I still just want to say with the Toronto thing, this is going to be, you know, it's going to be a, a very, very interesting season. This is going to be the gamble season without question. Uh, Dubas is putting all of his chips out there. Um, I feel much, 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 much better now that we have Samsonov at least backing up Murray. Um, I'm not as down on Murray as it seems to be kind of 50-50 split. Some people are just absolutely like, what the fuck is going on? Matt Murray, what the hell? This guy is, a, is, is nobody. I'm more on the other side of the fence. I think, you know, this guy has won two Stanley Cups. Uh, he's played well in his past. You know, he's been battling some injury, but I think this guy is still young. He still has lots of potential. He just needs to find his way back, get that confidence back get a couple of good games under him. I think he I think people are over over hyping uh his numbers there in Ottawa. He played well up until his final two games there before he got hurt. He got lit up for eight goals from Tampa and I think five goals from from uh Arizona or it might have been flip-flop. Regardless, he didn't play a lot of games up until that point. He had two bad games which fucking screwed his numbers up way worse. He was a fine goaltender, so I don't think it's going to be as bad. The only thing that sucks about it is the cap hit. The cap hit is extremely high on a goaltender that is such a gamble. I wish we could have gotten a third-party trade and gotten that cap hit a little bit lower if we couldn't I was dreaming, you know, overall I was dreaming for it to be 
three million dollars or under if we could have gotten it there that would have made you know it's so much better with that extra almost two million dollars we could have we could have gotten another depth defenseman or a couple of depth forwards um regardless overall with the toronto maple leaf moves that they made so far excuse me i'm good with it i think they're doing well uh so far so good i think the jordy ben and victor mete are very good uh, low-risk signings. I don't think we're going to have a problem with that. If it is a problem, they're variable contracts. Sam Zonov, you know, it's another gamble. Uh, he has flashes of brilliance, and he has flashes of this guy shouldn't be in the NHL. So uh, all we can hope for is that these guys all fall somewhere in the middle of our hype and in the middle of our lowest expectations. Um, I don't wish uh, anything bad on Matt Murray. I am rooting for this guy, uh, regardless of him being on my team or not. I was I was rooting for this guy in Ottawa. I hope nothing for the best for Matt Murray. Okay, everybody, I'm done rambling. Thank you again for sticking around. If you made it through this video, give yourself a hug. I'm hugging you right now in the virtual space. I appreciate you so much for listening. Thank you so much. I've been checking out the downloads. I'm so happy that I'm getting downloads. You know, I got downloads from Belgium, Germany. You know, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Calgary, my boy Kyle, my boy Billy, Jesse, all you guys, thank you so much for listening. And uh, I'll be back again with some more hockey news. Let's uh, let's find a home for Phil Gat. Yo, Toronto, if we can make it work, let's make it work. Yeah.